paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TGIF, thank God it's Friday podcast. I'm here with my partner, going to get bananas right there. You, you're yeah. getting bananas. You're not going to make partner. a monkey out of me. Yeah, you're my partner, my man, but we're going to do my this gosh. here, and it's a special, special episode of our TGIF. We're only going to focus on one book. When we do this, we usually do two, But maybe what three. a book. But what a book it is. It is the big book of the century, I believe. It's the book that everybody's talking about down at the malt shop. Not only is it a finale, but it's also a prelude. It is. And so when we get into this, a lot of people, when it was announced, the death of the Justice League, just a lot you. of people ended up like, oh, that sounds like a lot of nonsense. And, oh, we saw this before. I hate when people judge something beforehand uh, and then want to double down on it and whatnot. But as it was released, I saw some people talking and not overly negative, but I didn't get the reaction that I thought. Well, I- it's a situation that's weird because you have the death of the Justice League on the cover. That's not even just like people don't know this is Justice League number 75. They know this as death of the Justice League. And the thing is, if you are a comic book fan, if you've been in the comic book reading game for a long time, maybe most of your life. I don't know. You have this whole thing with death. It is synonymous with something big going through like the death of Superman and stuff like that. So when you have that in the the title, it means big news. But you also are not a dummy where you know that death of Superman ruined comic books for a long time. Probably to this day for the idea, though, but you are using this as uh, as a way to let you know this is something big right now, even if it won't remain as we go forward. Like just like. They're probably not dead, everybody, but you know what? It's the death of the Justice League, so big things are probably going to come out of it. And th- and that's the big thing, to say the death of the Justice League. And when they first announced it, you know, you had that reactionary death deal. Death in comics is synonymous with lying. Yeah, really. And so when they even announced it, it was funny because as more announcements came out, more interviews and even solicits, they were getting away from that death and dead thing of like, then it became the Justice League this. is gone. They would say stuff like that. And it's kind of like they're already realizing. Can you leave a message? The Justice League are not here right now. Exactly. Leave a message? They're already trying to play the game of like, ooh, if, if they don't. Because they're going to come back. We all know this. So when it is, you have to have at least somewhere out there that you just said gone so you can point to that. Oh, we didn't always say death. But again, death doesn't mean much in comics. But it's, like you it's, said. It's, Tony, it's synonymous with crisis to a degree for what you come to expect from the term. It is, and this is getting near, they even said, Josh Williamson said the anniversary of the death of Superman, stuff like that was kind of pulled in. You kind of have gone away from that even, without that being mentioned, maybe because it has that bit of a negative connotation as well. I still think the death of Superman was, when I read Death of Superman as a kid, it blew me away. I could not understand this goddamn monster that I didn't understand because... I didn't read any lead up to that whole thing with the underground mutants and the idea of this whole thing. So when you have this unruly monster, like, oh, my God, thank God, the Justice League are here. And he rips through them. Not only that, when he just goes up to a deer and kills that deer, I'm like, what's going on? Like, it blew me away as a kid. Almost like the idea of, like, uh, Nightfall with Batman where Bane breaks his back. This whole kind of event idea with the single characters, even when, like, uh, Emerald Twilight blew me away as well. When you have these things like that. It really grabbed a hold of me, and I want to feel that way as an adult, but I haven't really felt that again. And hopefully, this isn't doing it either, but hopefully with the lead up to Dark Crisis, I can get that again. Yeah, and maybe you'll find out, Eric, that not only have comics grown up with you before, but they continued to grow. Is it's that what you want? It's not <laughs> only that, too, because like I said, everybody wants to look at this and say, well, not everybody, but a lot of cynical people want to look at this and say, Definitely just like, yeah, right. Just tell me when they come back. Oh, hell, that just happened five times before. Fuck DC. These are the things that you'll read online. But not only that, the idea of the death of the Just League, whether they're dead or not in this issue, it's up to you. I'm sure we're going to find out that it's just a dreamland like we saw with Barry before in his Flash Earth 1, whatever it was. But even the idea of death, it is an event when a hero comes back to life. I couldn't tell you how excited I was for Kevin Smith's Green Arrow Quiver when Oliver Queen finally came back to life. That in itself is an event. So you're setting up a lot of cool things here that as a DC fan with these characters, I can't wait to see. I just wish it was presented a little bit better here. Again, you end up when it's announced, people yelling. And one of the things might actually be, I mean, just take Wonder Woman. She just came back from the dead. You know, and the idea that you had death metal and things like that. Well, she was in the sphere of the gods. She's been dead to me since she came back. Exactly. But even then, you end up where... 
the landscape of things, this just ends up feeling not just, oh, death of the Just League, but when people who have been reading comics and even some most of their lives, like you said, they realize that, okay, this isn't really the death We're of not the Justice dummies. League. They have to come out, and Joshua Williamson have to come out and say, listen, the book, the Justice League, is ending, and we're not going to have yeah. it for quite some time. And who knows what quite some time is? I'm saying seven months, but when we get into the new year and stuff like that, I would think the Dark Crisis ending will get something. But with all of that, when you start seeing other things coming out and the idea that Dark Crisis will feature what looks like that future state, Justice League are very much like that. With the new, then people get upset, but it's a lot of people who aren't reading the comics now. Oh no, these are just people that like to yell, "Go woke, go broke!" They say, "I'm like, give the heroes a chance. They're kind of cool." Death metal was enough for them. They got done, and that future state. So, oh, and that's what they see again. They want to yell and scream. You do have to filter that out. You have to go through. You have to wade through that stuff. But even then, people who are reading now and wanting to go through some things, they're looking at this of okay. This should be that starting point of when we really get excited. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for. You end up having this as the, you know, you had the Justice League incarnate. You had the Infinite Frontier. Not a lot of people were getting on board with those, but this is the big, this is the kickoff. And I think that what happened is DC went to Joshua Williamson and said, listen, not a lot of people, not as many people as we wanted read those two things. Because we need if, people to get into this from the ground floor right now, whether they freaking followed along for the last year or not, help us out. Yeah, and what a better way to do it than to announce death of the Je- Because there are going to be people, yeah, you see the cynics and all that, the cynics, the critics, right? They end up where, but there's going to be people, I got to read this, I got to see what's going on. And it's kind of the backdoor recap, get everybody on board for it's what weird. Dark Crisis Justice is. Justice League number 75 should have been a different issue entirely from what we had with the Bendis stuff going off. Like, I don't know if it's a whole thing of like, you know, the Justice League taking a break, doing something weird. This will just do something different for 75. The Death of the Justice League number one should have been your free comic or actually Death of the Justice League or Dark Crisis Zero. Should have been and Dark Crisis comic Zero is, but you could have had a two-parter, maybe. It's, it's weird because it's just such when you have a situation like a zero issue, it's always one of those preludes that you get on free comic book day. That I know it got me excited for Final Crisis before, even though I didn't like Final Crisis that zero issue. I'm like, holy shit, this looks amazing! I can't wait to read this. But that's what this is because this is a recap for everybody who didn't read Infinite Frontier and Justice League Incarnate, and that takes up the majority of the book. I'm like, ooh, that's weird for a final issue of Justice League with us sitting. Here, I mean, it's a shame that you can't just have this issue like really undercover. All of a sudden, this comes out. It's almost like when they have a movie and they have dupes and things because they don't want you to know that the Dark Vader is Luke's spot. Like we all know, though, in the age of the internet, if you end up, yeah, you can't. It's hard to do that, so you can't just drop it out there. There'll be leaks or whatnot. But I think that what gets me and what gets a lot of people reading this is the problem that yes, the Justice League are dead. I'm going to get a Batman book next week. I'm going to see Superman's still in War World. Wonder Woman's still in the trial. It it doesn't feel as big as it should. It doesn't feel final. When we have this situation, I'm I'm going to get our credits going so we can start talking about this. But we have Just League number 75 written by Joshua Williamson with art by Rafa Sandoval, Jordi Tarragona, Matt Hearns, and Josh Reed. And the reason I wanted to get to the credits for the story is when you start the story out, you pretty much have your Bendis Justice League that you have here teleported well pseudo just like teleported away from where they're standing and like one of them is superman flying over or war world war world and i'm like well at least you did that where he's been yeah teleported i mean you away do from that war world so it's still in a continuity but what the characters you have here it's such a weird situation you start out with a full page of black adam over the skies of conduct getting teleported away and then you go to the individual members like here's batman he's being teleported diana from themyscira Oh, you have John Stewart being teleported away with his God Storm powers. You have the totality, you know, that thing that we never talk about ever since post-death metal, where Hawkgirl is teleported away, Superman, Zatanna, Aquaman, Martian Manhunter, and then Black Canary. But before Black Canary could fully be teleported away, Green Arrow is sitting next door in Star City for some reason, not Seattle. He grabs a hold of her and gets teleported away too. So the Justly Incarnate, who are teleporting the way, did not want a green arrow, but they got an emerald archer no matter what yeah, they Yeah, it's kind of funny. It, it's it, You know, you have that play that's something. And really, the only reason why it seemed that Bendis ended up, he kept repeating, 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 was because he was paying the bills. They don't need them bills in the Justly Incarnate. They already pay the bills. They don't need them, but he jumps in. It is funny, too, where Batman, 
He just hanging with the ghost maker and the clown ghost hunter. Maker, clown hunter. Like, yeah. no, he's with them, is he? And he gets the teleported. Yeah. I mean, really. So you have all these going that on. Family in them. of 2022. I just want Vandal Savage to yell out, really? Like, we don't do anything with such totality now. She's gonna, everybody's bailing on me. Uh, but yeah, you have all of them going. Well, thankfully, I, I just want to, the thing is too, when you have Martian Manhunter, he's in Washington, D.C., just eating freaking cookies like a madman. But I want to know when him and Naomi started hanging out in Washington, D.C., because she's in his kitchen as he's at the table being teleported away. I'm like, is this who you just hang out with now? She says that it's like the break room or whatever. So you do it. But I wanted her to yell, what, what are you doing? It's my second day. That he goes off. I know that the Hall of Justice is in Washington, D.C., but for what I see here, it looks like John Jones's kitchen. <laughs> it doesn't look very high tech. I'll give you that. <laughs> Can you You have me there? I'm like, I can't reach up in the cupboards. I'm like, I just want to get, you know, the pancake mix. And I say cookies just because I want to say cookies to his marshmallow, but it kind of looks like he's eating chicken nuggets, french fries, and a carton of milk. Yeah, it's a very odd deal. And then Naomi seems to maybe drop a, a choco taco that she had on a plate. That's a piece of pumpkin the pie. The idea that she drops it when he's telling, but like, really, you've seen a lot, Naomi. You don't, don't get surprised at this she's still new jim yeah two days maybe it's this is well again though this is the furthest part of the timeline that's another thing i wanted to spell out the idea is that's how they can finagle and they've done this before they wanted to do this with doomsday clock and have all that where you have a set time in the future where this happens. And everybody else will catch up to that at moment. And that allows you to have Batman and Batman. And it, Superman it makes sense with Superman World. flying over the orbit yeah. of Warworld yeah, in go. his original Superman suit. Everything said and done on his way back home. Shit got real. Yeah. And so all of that, though, it does confuse. Like, it's kind of com- not common knowledge. It's old hat for us. We've heard this play. We know what it means. But just somebody who's there, oh, I'm going to get the Justice League. And then they see, well, why is Batman coming? It's going to confuse some people. And it makes this a little less because you end up, they won't hunker down and say, okay, these characters are gone. We're not going to have them. You're still going to get the, they have to sell those books. The Justice League, yeah. But I mean, before this, we had Bendis. This death of the Justice League should have been, you know, 10 issues before. But you end up where you go from that. And like you said, Oliver gets there. By kind of stowing away, by grabbing onto Dinah. It's like, wherever you go, I go. Here we go. And they end up in this dark area. It's going to be a mistake. Yeah, and then Black Adam's like, you two, the couple. Where are we? Like, hey, we just got here with you. We at the House of Heroes. You ever heard of something called Justice League Incarnate? Come on out here. Be President Superman. So they go out and you have what looks, it's it's a very Crisis on Infinite Earths kind of page with all these heroes gathered. Not as many. But you have, like, when the Monitor grabbed all those. So you have the Justice yeah. League Incarnate and Calvin, you know, Superman, President Superman. He's gotten them all. You have the Flash of China, Avery Howell, have you seen? Dino Cop, Mary Marvel, Aquawoman, Captain Carrot, and the Thunderer, along with President Superman. As for your rest of your Justice League Incarnate here, and the Justice League characters that I've already named that were teleported away. Yeah, and if you are just jumping into this, and you legitimately are like, oh, man, these characters are cool Zatana what's going on weirder, right satana feels real weird like like not in satana but like the mortal god the new god the new new god john stewart who has swallowed a god storm and created this whole new like status quo for the green lantern corps who can like he is beyond he communes with the source he's here he's a little bitch he's the, like the idea that you have the character this way being taken out so easily i'm like so much for all that development Johnny. i think that was to kind of say oh man they're really in trouble but even his like characters is are his little you know bubble head yeah you know, don't look like him that's well, because he's green <laughs> just looks weird though but when you go if you do say the like oh man dino like. cop captain carrot all these if you are interested I, you know, you can go and read that Just League Incarnate at least. I, I would say if you like this and want to know, you should read Just League Infinite or and then the Incarnate. If you're but, really interested in these Just League Incarnate characters here, go read something else. If you go and read that, you'll get some Avery Ho, President of Superman, and Thunderer. But you will get it set up of what led to this and why they were upset yes. and the whole darkness. And, and with that even... Is. You'll get a recap here. So do you really need to read those? Yeah, I mean, if you're interested, what else are you going to read? I mean, I'm saying that if this is just the only book you get and you're like, this is pretty cool. What else should I read? You might want to catch up on some of that stuff and you'll get a little bit of an expanded deal, even with the idea sure, where Dynacup says to Batman, hey, your father, he, and nobody's going to know what that means, that it means Thomas Wayne from the Flashpoint Flash deal. And now he's <laughs> like, yeah. So with that, that's to let him know there. 
uh, which kind of throws a little wrinkle in the timeline of Flashpoint Beyond. But still, it's true. you end up where everybody's gathered and they're trying to figure out what's going on. So you're going to get a little recap. Now, there's a little bit of a thing here where he says, listen, we got you guys here. We kind of wanted to get more, maybe different heroes, but we could see heroes because still healing. We're still having the House of Heroes heal. So that is why you can say if people are like, why didn't they get this guy? Why didn't they get that girl? It's that's kind we of explained. We are using we're not even using the House of Heroes. We're using Doctor Doctor Multiverse from Earth Eight's powers to bring you here. She's only one woman. Calm yeah, down. Yeah. So all this going is to set up. Yeah, the idea that we have been fighting. We should have gotten a hold of you guys. We didn't. We've been fighting this darkness. We've been fighting all these things that have gathered this whole team with Dark Side and all the you know just the biggest of the biggest bads. Now we're in trouble, and we need hey, you. Hey, when we get into this proper Dark Crisis thing, are you going to do like a parody song? It's like, hello, great darkness. Maybe, maybe friend. we'll do that. <laughs> you know, I just might, Eric. I might have to work on that. Uh, but with that, they don't waste that much time here. It's basically, listen, we got to get going. We got to show you what's happening. Let's zap back with the powers of Dr. Multiverse. Let's go and see what's happening. And they end up going where... There's the shattered even world. Even that right now, the House of Heroes is, you know, healing. It's like they're, they're home within the multiverse that can freaking, you know, travel anywhere it needs to. It's like a, a centerpiece of this outside of the Rock of Eternity. But and we're pointing out the window. It's healing. We can't have the full use of this. But outside in the bleed, you know, all that stuff that connects the multiverses together, the great darkness has infected all of this. We have to get on this thing quick because the rest of the multiverse is going down. And it's going down quick right now. So we need to take care of this. But even when we have Dr. Multiverse zap us to the, to the multiverse that existed beyond, it just feels weird for us to be able to do that. Cause we know from reading the multiversity, like in the guidebook and stuff like that, the empty hand of the gentry, all that Grant Morrison stuff where they had destroyed the multiverse that used to be. And now as they come to the, our multiverse and destroy that one at a time. And that was like, you know, eight years ago, I think it was now, but now we're going to look at the multiverse that was, well, probably just sitting down and, and the thing is, you have these worlds. It just looks like an apocalyptic city with fucking planets blowing up the sky. It actually oh, yeah. looks more of like what we saw in the dark multiverse with the planets colliding together. I thought it was a dark multiverse. I actually thought it was at first, but then they're like, oh, what's this? Oh, you know, the ruins of a dead it's multiverse. Such, it's such a weird idea, though, because when you have like, let's say this is Earth Zero, which is weird that we're actually spelling it out as zero now instead of just the number, because that goes along with the final issue of Suicide Squad, where it seems at some point in the future our Amanda Waller and her suicide squad of that one is going to leave Earth 3 and go back to this Earth 0 for Match to be the Superman and stuff like that. So it's going to be weird. But when you have all of these planets colliding, like these are the dead multiverses in the sky, I'm like, it's such a weird concept because when you have a Earth 1 and Earth 2 and so on and so forth, the Earth is just a representation of an entire universe. So when you have these planets crashing in the sky, like, look at that. Poor Earth negative 19 or whatever you'd call a previous multiverse. I'm like, well, yeah, but there's still a lot of planets in that universe. So what are we doing? There is. And it is even funny in Crisis on Infinite Earths, you ended up only having Earth. Yeah, represented completely, yeah. And everybody else was out, including, you know, some heroes going to get Darkseid and stuff like that. So you end up going, and it's all visual. This is supposed well, to be a that, neat Dark visual. Darkseid was just in the galaxy at that point, or in the unit. Like, you could just fly to his planet. Like, it wasn't its own thing outside. Brainiac's ship just flew there. They flew yeah. there and teleported down, said it smelled like decay. And then somehow he communed through Alexander Luther's eyes. No, he said it smelled like dick. Oh, my goodness. But you end up where all this going down, it's a visual to see this and go, oh, my God, this is really cool. Look at them. What is this place? It's the ruins of a dead multiverse. Oh, fuck. It's pariah. And yeah, and and I love where this goddamn antimatter chamber says, I thought this was all gone. I'm like, oh, did you? But there it is. Pariah. And this is the big bad. This is the. What they call is the avatar well, the of the dark here. Like you, you don't see that asshole crying. Th- shit's gone bad at this point in time. Batman ends up. I know him. He's that guy always bitching and moaning and he's crying. That little bitch. Look at that guy. He's always doing that. <laughs> he is so annoying. But here he's not. And actually, that stern ass look on his face. He has the same mo. But I guess he's grown some balls since then. I mean, seriously. I don't cry as much anymore. Oh my god! Huh? Everything the destruction. I guess it got to him by now. And the big thing in the Christ on Infinite Earths, he kind of did start a lot of that. Yeah, it's it's weird, though, for what he's doing at the Antimatter Chamber, because now he's teamed up with the Great Darkness to be the avatar of the Great Darkness, to be the voice of it, while the rest of the big bads have become its body, essentially. But the idea is like, yep, I struck up a deal with the Great Darkness, and now I'm going to be able to 
like uh, uh, turn back what I did previously to get my world back. But the world that he had at the time of the original Crisis was a world in the multiverse. But later on, it would be retconned to be its own little pocket dimension. So I'm like, what are you really doing? Because it wasn't even it wasn't even your fault at the end, Pariah, for what happened there with the antimatter so chamber. With that, when he says, and it, it goes with the you know kind of surface level deal, the idea that he ended up. Giving that little spark that, oh, the antimatter's like, oh, what's this? And the whole antimatter deal ended up destroying his Earth. And then at the end, because you're getting rid of the multiverse, you're not going to get his Earth back. And he's pissed off about it. That's fine. But it just ends up. Wait till Superboy Prime comes out a few years ago after that. Holy moly. And so. He's going to be really pissed about his Earth being gone. They recognize him. They know, you know, what he does. Batman says, this is a guy who's always trying and whatever. But now he's just going to want to bring back. You go and cry in the car. Getting to the same thing that we do all the time, at least recently, Wonder Woman was offered by the Batman or less and Perpetua. Like, oh, we'll give you this. It's the same kind of MO where the darkness is like, listen, you go with me. We'll destroy the main heroes of Earth Zero. They're the ones that always get their, you know, dick prints and everything anyway. And we'll give you back your Earth and your deal. And it just, it's okay. It just ends up feeling like we're doing this again. In just a little twist way. Okay. And when you do that, then then you're going to throw in the shadow demons and stuff of the darkness that you had in Crisis. Well, the and shadow I... demons feels really weird because, the, like, you know, we can say it, it works with it because with all the retconning that we have done with every crisis and every major event that we've had, we have found out recently throughout those Just League Incarnate and, like, Infinite Frontier books that the uh, the great darkness has been behind all of those things. Like it is the puppet master and everything else has been playing out with that little bit of, you know, whisper in the ear, setting things up so like it would play out a certain way. So when you had their crisis on Infinite Earth, not only would you have like the red sky that would like tell you, oh shit, crisis is coming. And you'd have the shadow demons. I guess you could say that it has always been the shadow demons of the great darkness. And, See, that, like the and that's the thing. That's the only when when they did retcon that to say, hey, listen, all the crises down the line, the great darkness was whispering in people's ears. They were involved and whatnot. When you do end up then reading Christ on Infinite Earth and you get that concept, okay, the, the darkness was the shadow demons. It actually works out pretty well. They were also antimatter, yeah, though. And they were, but they were just kind of the demons that he sent out to kind of. Re- and I can think that that's. It, it doesn't. You can make it's it work. wonky, but you can make make it work better than a lot of the other things. Oh, at least, no, even at the least idea, they're like, dark and they're like shadows. That's all I got. Hey, go guys, with. everybody, here's the anti monitor. What's he doing? Well, he monitors the anti, but, you know, he hates all of this positive matter bullshit. Check these out. You know what he has over here? Shadow demons. Why? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. No, at least it makes sense. Great darkness. And with that too, and when you go, the anti-monitor at one point just wanted to wipe everything out. He just wanted Agreed. it to be nothing. And that's the darkness of steel. So I can go with it also at the one point when you ended up having the anti-monitor seemingly die, he ends up getting resurrected by all of the, the demons, the shadow demons going red. And I'm like, okay, that was the thing. Well, you had, you had that happen, like such a weird idea. Like, okay, he's he's dead again. And then like, who had the husk of his body being built up to become its freaking chamber for like the Alexander Luther and infinite front, uh, infinite crisis. And then later on being resurrected as a black lantern and stuff like that. It's like shit got crazy with the anti-monitor to the point where he was then recreated and remade for the new 52 to look completely different. If you really want to get, you know, the deal and we're not supposed to look at this with a fine tooth comb here. We're, we're supposed to go with it, but in the infinite uh, Christ on infinite earth, you ended up defeating the anti-monitor at the one point because you ended up changing the shadow demons, given it like the virus when they went yeah. into them, they were burning from inside. So is that the, the, how does that work? You ended up having all the magic users of the DCU doing that, which it's did fine. end up stopping them the second time of five. We're fine. I mean, at one point you throw them in the sun twice and it's nonsense. But with all of that, that's one thing that I could go with. After all that talk, As we a just kid, had, I thought that his mouth was teeth. Yeah, really, I did too. <laughs> and that means last week, Eric. I'm like, oh my <laughs> goodness gracious, what an ugly guy. But you end up where Pariah is here. And- He's got his dark army right here. You got shadow demons as the freaking pawns coming up. Like, you know, when you have dark side, though, you have Necron, Neron, Ares, Doomsday, Eclipso, the upside down man, and the empty hand. I'm like, you got a fucking team of heavy hitters. Yeah, they are. And no matter what, especially because you have the death of the just league with a little quotations there nobody is surviving this and if they do i'm calling bullshit and, and there's there's a problem i have with it and and also another little machine i got everybody. a little giggle because when you first get 
the fight. It's all going on. I actually didn't know that they were going to, you know, name drop all of the bads, the big bads here. Like, oh, my God, dark side, let's fight because we know it's dark side. But right away, the first thing that's mentioned is Zatanna goes, oh, my God, my magic isn't working on the upside down, man. I'm like, yep. He's the one you better point out. But then later they they actually do go through and name some of them. Because I don't feel like I missed anything from the Justice League Dark that Ram V was doing. And I know he subdued the upside down man that lived inside Zatanna for a little while, but it just pushed it down until it wasn't on the surface. But technically, technically nerd like. Um, the upside down man should still be inside her, right? Yeah, or here's the thing. And it's not cool. And so with that, <laughs> that you already solved what we asked earlier. That's the only reason she's here. She's the only connection to the upside down man. So they end up having but her. Do we in. need that? No, you don't. You really do. We, have Wonder Woman we here didn't as well. need the upside down man. I mean, it's nonsense. I mean, and when you sit there and that, go down, he's man. one of the biggest big bads in DC Universe history. Right now. I'm like, that guy came out like two years ago and just stood upside down in sweatpants. Yeah, that, that really. I mean, I'm telling you. You have things and you're like, that guy? Where's that could tell you? He was hanging in sweatpants. <laughs> nonsense. That guy. But the other thing that I thought was funny is, like you said, I'm looking at this squad that's going after him. I'm like, I don't care who teleported in the multiverse's greatest heroes you are all gonna die but then there's that weird play of oh my i think that what happened here is the darkness and pariah they've stretched things thin these characters aren't quite as powerful as they once were when we fought them and i'm like how is that i would think that the idea is you nerfed them but that's stupid (laughs) even with the control i think they should should still be be equal but more because you are infused with the great darkness and maybe you can say that they are less powerful just because they might be fighting against the control the great darkness is putting on them that's all i could think but i don't know why they would do that either. you have a big bad well, the thing is i wouldn't want to be controlled either but you have the biggest bads in the freaking dc universe right now and then you have them infused with the great darkness power on top of them like, these are these are not invulnerable <laughs> i wanted it to play out that they were trying to fight back but if they're trying to fight back and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, guys, you get to fight and kill the Just League, I think they kind of go hog wild with it and just go, all right, well, we're with you now and go. So when you end up having this and you go down the line and you could pick a couple of these and just say, you know, Doomsday has killed Superman. Like, you're all dead <laughs> with Dark well, Side there. The you're all dead. Where you see this whole fight break out, classic style, one side against the other side, you know, come into a whole like, you know, uh, super friends kind of intro look to the whole thing and when you see him paired off then against the like i don't know who i would want to be in this talk this little fight where they they pair up in the groups and stuff like that where you have you know john stewart and batman taking on necron the avatar of death i'm like oh, i don't know if i want to be over there and then you have you know avery hell and black canary taking on neuron this freaking demon of hell and it's like you know I, I don't want to be a part of that either because he was an entire event itself even when you have Thunder and Martian Manhunter taking on Eclipso, I don't need that shit either. The empty hand, you have Hawkgirl and Black Adam, and then you have Darkseid with two Supermen going up against him. But then we have Doomsday, who, for some reason, I am irrationally afraid of Doomsday. Just because as a kid, I saw him kill Superman really hardcore, and it's it's bothered me ever since. But when you have Aquaman and Aquaman, I'm sitting there. Oh, you fucks are dead. And it's Aquaman from Earth Eleven, so it's yes. you know, and they're they're Tim. I'm like. What? <laughs> really? No matter what, I don't want to be Aquaman. And that's and not even that much shade thrown at either of them. This is Doomsday. No, it's just it's Doomsday. Yeah, and so all this going down, and you know, then sort of Ares the is there. Hand, though, like, empty the hand. gentry did. The gentry did most of the work of just like poisoning worlds, stuff like that. When that asshole set on a third, I still don't want to go up against him because he destroyed a multiverse. No. So, well, again, if you're going to set up a Death of the Justice League. Let's have some crazy battle. This is a crazy battle. It really is. And you end up where at least I can say, yeah, the Just League's in trouble. Like, it, it's oh, not like it's I, just I miss, I miss Dr. Multiverse and Wonder Woman taking on Ares, you know, the god of war. I don't want that either. And, you know, Captain Carrot and Zatanna taking on the Upside Down Man. At least Wonder Woman has killed Ares at one point. So I'm yeah. going with that bet. If I'm going to well, join any of these, I'm in. Well, it might have been. <laughs> and I'm not, these hips don't lie. I'm in. And and Dr. Multiverse, and with that, though, it's funny, because they have no idea who this Dr. Multiverse is. She's just there with glowing hands, and they're going at it, but it's it's pretty big. Take out that Upside now, Down Man. He's so that, ridiculous. That would be the, uh, the analog for for Marvel? 
Who? The Dr. Maltese? It was like, yeah, Dr. Maltese. It was like a character like Captain Cosmos. It was a weird whenever character. Whenever I see her, I just think, like, is this the analog for Dr. Strange? And yeah, for some reason, no, I can't get over that in my mind. It's this other deal that I wish I could remember who it was that they said is kind of that analog uh, with it. But again, I can't even trust DC now with that whole Earth 8 stuff or whatever. The Harley Quinn of Earth 8 is Harley Quinn. I mean, that makes no sense. So Good job, DC. You broke our faith. Yeah, at least when you're going through this, there's not a point where you see them like, really, they're going to die to these chumps? I mean, they're if they're going to die, you might as well die with this crazy crew here, except Upside Down Man. I'm not going to go with that Upside Down Man, but everything else, I mean, really, they are so Eclipse, overpowered. So shouldn't you be in a grave right now? This is the idea where... You have a a baseball team. You have a lineup. Everybody in the lineup, besides one guy, hits 80 home runs. That other guy could be nonsense. That's the upside down man. They're so overpowered. They can carry his ass along and and make up for it. But that's the only reason Zatanna's there. It's so funny. Uh, But with that, you think the day is safe because all this going down, and they're getting their asses handed to them. And then John shows up. John Stewart with the God Storm. He shows up. I think a lot of people are probably confused about this. I'm wondering what the hell is going on as he come in. Green Lantern book, and even me, who's read it and how we have this thing here, the way he is, I'm like, I can't say that I fully understand. Especially when he shows up, God Storm. He is in communion with the Source. He can pretty much do anything. He can bring people. He's essentially a parallax like character, just you know, in full control of his power. Nothing devious about it. One with the Source is what you could say. And now he is just pretty much doing Green Lantern constructs and kicking the shit out of everybody here until we find out, oh man, what about the quintessence? Dark side kill them. The quintessence. But that means out of nowhere, the specter shows up. Once I was a spirit of vengeance, but I have been shown the truth. Now I am the spirit of darkness. And I'm like, so, so what, what, what's specter <laughs> doing here? I'm being in control. Well, there he the is. Darkness hey, here he's there. He, he just seems to take out the, the like John Stewart Emerald Knight right there. But like, I don't know how to feel about this because everybody was killed by Dark Side at the beginning of a like you know post death metal Infinite Frontier. When you have that, the quintessence was killed. Now has he been brought back by the Great Darkness? Is it that he's a Black Lantern because a Necron and brought back? I didn't think that they explained it well, but the idea they died on that uh, Earth Omega and that was the deal with Dark Side was trying to take that and ends up where it almost seems to me that once they died, as they were dying, the Darkness was able to go and take them over because of that state but it never was really explained and we were wondering where the hell were they and stuff like that the, i wish we would have seen it is dead and now is the spirit of darkness and like you know the brother of eclipso kind of thing for how it worked with the, the vengeance and wrath of god and stuff like that however you want to play with your backstory of specter but he is back now he is evil he is the spec the the, the spirit of darkness but when you think about what that means, like, oh, my God, the Spectre is dead. He's been resurrected. He's now a part of this crew, even though he's not a part of this crew because he immediately goes away, it feels like. But when you have the quintessence, the idea that they are dead, and everybody finally knows this. That's why we didn't have Ganthet in the uh, the Green Lantern book and stuff like that. But what, what you did have was Hera all throughout that goddamn Wonder Woman book and Wonder Girl book. And now she's been dead, been brought back to life. But nobody's talking about Hera and what she's been up to. And Hera's mummed the word about all this freaking Earth Omega and Quintessence shit. Even the idea of the wizard Shazam dying there. I'm like, that should have been the reason why Billy's powers wasn't and we working. Wanted that but we're connect. not doing that. And the weird thing is, is don't, you know, don't think and say to us the idea, well, this is the furthest part in the timeline. No, no, no. Because this been shit dead happened. For a while. And we, that was right after. That was one of the first things that we saw of the new change and what had happened into out of death metal into this infinite frontier and then Herod just kept popping up and popping up in the uh, wonder woman book we didn't understand it it didn't make sense they never explained it and that is something that i wish made more sense and like you said when you have tim sheridan doing that shazam book and the powers of shazam aren't working well the wizard is dead and that would have been the greatest tie-in and really would have set things up. Because the wizard's dead. That was a big deal. And that's, I, let me say that because it's so weird because Jeff Johns recreated what the wizard looked like for a more like, you know, a modern feel to it, to this, the old white dude with the long beard and stuff like that. It's like a Merlin. Every time we, every, exactly. He's essentially a fucking Merlin. But every time we saw him in a Snyder book for death metal, it was always the old white Merlin dude that we saw that was like doing stuff. So it always felt weird going back and forth. But even when Jeff Johns came back for the end of like the, the DC rebirth era and to before this, when you had the Shazam like 13 or 14 issues run that he did, 
in that book, out of nowhere, the wizard Shazam was back to life and nobody ex- could explain why and nobody talked about it. And now he's dead. I'm like, I have no idea. Captain Marvel Shazam is one of my favorite heroes. Like, I couldn't explain this if I fucking had to anymore because it's so back and forth convoluted. And the worst play of it is going in like this book, this Death of Just League. All right. It's pretty much a prelude to the Dark yeah. Crisis. We're getting it set up. Well, while you ended up having a lot of Shazam stuff and the Shazam stuff coming out of the future state, you ended up wanting to tie it in the future state then in the regular con- – and you didn't need to. And I wish that they would have centered more on the important thing. And that kind of tells me that at one point they didn't know what the important thing was. Now we're going to get it. Now we can say right now, Eric, Hera is dead. Well, oh, thank God. We got is reconfirmation. She, I, well, is she, though? She's whatever she is now. I mean, she she's died not with the there. quintessence, and the thing is, oh, fuck me. All right. The Roman god Janus was welcomed into the Greek pantheon for some unknown reason in the Wonder Woman book. I mean, you're book saying stuff about a Wonder Woman book that really didn't sell well, and I don't think they're I ever going to go with that. This is her coming back from death, okay? Wonder Woman is coming back from death. She's in the god- sphere of the gods. She goes back to the Greek pantheon. All of the gods are murdered by this Roman god, Janus. So the first thing that Wonder Woman does, even though it doesn't make any sense, is go to the graveyard of the gods and resurrects all the gods so they're all alive again. Now, if you were to tell me that all the gods, except for Hera, because she was already dead, were killed by the Quint- or killed by Janus, and then when Wonder Woman went and resurrected everybody, Hera was then brought back to life. I'm okay with that. I just want Hera to talk about this yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, now Hera's, you know, they're showing who she died. She got right in the Wonder Girl nonsense. I mean, she has to be there, the quintessence and all this they see. They're, oh my God, they were murdered, all that. I think you just go with that now, because whatever's happening does not matter in that Wonder Woman book by Conrad and Clunan. No, Nobody, they're not going to worry about that. They're just going to go with this. This is what Joshua Williamson had set up. They didn't play along. That's a shame, but here we go. And the idea, like you said, with the Wizard Shazam, it just would have been nice to have that as a tie-in or maybe the big important thing to set yeah, up things foresight. going. But I got they you. never really did that because, again, I don't know that they understood what they were going to do. They were throwing a lot of 5G leftovers, this whole future state. All that was all – now I'm getting – this is the book now that all bets are off. I'm going to end up clean slate of what or I'm being told the, the deal. Let's go. And if they keep messing it up, then I'll be mad. But when we go with this, it's just, hey, they're dead. Oh, my God. They died. Yep, they died. Now, the idea that Darkseid did it and now he's part of the dark kind of gets a little wonky even in this. But they end up where the Spectre and again, the Spectre is so big. Spectre shows up, blasts the John Stewart away. Doesn't kill him, though, but. You don't see him the rest of the time because pretty much like, you know, Pariah is starting to do his anti-matter chamber stuff and Green Arrow just goes and disables it with an arrow while everybody's fighting. Like, aren't you guys glad that I showed up to the point where then Green Arrow gets completely obliterated, and obliterated and by doomsday, by motherfucking doomsday. Yeah, and he's, yeah, he's not getting sent away here. He's getting sent no, into no. a pile of rocks. And that's one of the things here because in the death of the Just League, while you think it's hogwash just because of the title of the Just League, with Pariah's powers connected to the d- Great uh, Darkness, he is able to send all of our heroes away. And as we saw before at the end of Infinite Frontier, the idea that like we saw Barry Allen, where it seemed like he was sent away outside of the multiverse as we know it to his own personal dreamlike world where he can relive Silver Age stuff. And it looks like the rest of our heroes, too, so they don't get in the way, are done the same kind of business. But Green Arrow is fucking murdered by Doomsday. And when they when they bring that this up... This is the like, death of Green Arrow. Yeah, they say Barry, he's off in his own... They, they pretty much spell out that he's not dead, he's in the shit. So yeah. that's all these others. And we know we've got solicits and stuff. Where Superman's in a dream world where he's raising John instead of John in the volcano and they're living their best lives. If it's weather, it's like Pariah not only sending them away, but sending them away in a like a Black Mercy type deal. We're going to give yeah. them what they want so they don't try to fight out of it. Kind of giving you the idea that they can and will fight out of it. But when you go and Green Arrow, he is just demolished. But I'm surprised that he's still actually alive enough to start talking to Dinah to get that idea like, Maybe you can say that at some point he gets saved somehow. Somehow he goes up because he is no, still no, he's talking. He's, he's still dead. talking to her. I he's don't see. He's still talking until his heart stops and he dies. Yeah, but he says, you know, he just says, I'll always follow you, pretty bird. And everybody is sent away, whether it's in the Justice League or the, and the Justice League incarnate. The only people that are left behind on this world in the multiverse that was is Pariah, is Black Canary, who is holding on to Oliver's dead body. Oliver's dead body and Black Adam. 
And this whole thing where Black Adam then goes and fights Pariah to a standstill where he says Shazam and busts their ass with fucking lightning. He then, like, you know, they both pass out when they crash to the ground. Somehow Black Adam is brought back to our world to inform the rest of the Justice League and the heroes of Earth Zero of what's going on. But pretty much on this Earth that was, in this multiverse that was, you are left with a dead body of Green Arrow and a Dino Lance who is still here and might be able to fight against Pariah in his antimatter chamber. Yeah, it seems like, and well, Pariah seems out of it as well, so we'll have to see what's going I on with no him. I have Black Adam got back home, but like, I just know that Black Canary, she wasn't wished away. She wasn't killed horribly like Oliver. She is still there. Yeah, she seems to be still there. Again, I'm telling you, they could play anything they want with this and, and say whatever, but she's there with the body. And even then, is she still there? I mean, it looks like she is, but maybe they teleported all of that because you do see the sparkles. Maybe they'll just show you that this big bunch of rocks and shit somewhere else. I don't know. But you end up where I don't well, know. She's not set. I'm saying you see the sparkles of the fight with Black Adam and stuff like that above them. But everybody else, when they're sent away, they're like, it becomes all crisis on infinite earth about it where their flesh is stripped away to bone when they stuff. So. This is Black Canary holding on top of Oliver's dead body where there's a light above them. Who knows what's going on? And again, we don't even know how except Black Adam even gets back to the deal. Like, he's there passed out. Maybe he's in the dream world. Maybe our world's the dream world. But you end up where all this fight going on, where the save is that, you know, he yells Shazam. Black Adam yells Shazam and gets him with the lightning. Uh, but all the other heroes, they are just getting sent away in that whole crisis death deal. And yeah, you have all this going on And uh, yeah, I don't know Like I said, anyway I don't think after this he'll be dead You'll have some way to bring him back Just like the rest of them I have a feeling that we might even get a reset No, I'm saying a reset and stuff like that If we end up with Dark Crisis Starts up things and and gets the characters back And we have a reset of the multiverse He'll probably be back anyway I don't even look at it as anything that big with him I'm like, what? Whatever. You had That's to kill somebody. the biggest thing that happened in my mind here. Yeah, but I, I'm telling you, really, what? What are we going to miss out on the next target? Because even the idea where you have Joshua Williamson writing this one, one of the things that Joshua, Williams, that Joshua Williamson was writing was Robin, where he reintroduced Connor Hawk, who was Green Hour for a while, and the idea of doing that might be because he knew that he was going to kill off Oliver Queen. And as we go along, Connor would take the place of his father once again. The thing about it is they're going to take place, all of them are taking the place of whoever died here in Dark Crisis right away. They've already know, shown I'm just that. talking so. about going forward, though, because I, he's the only person I actually saw die in this issue. It'd be a weird play. If that's the play, it'd be a weird play to give people that where they haven't had an actual legit Green Arrow book in years. He got donkey punched by Doomsday. Yeah, and a lot of people where if you're looking, say, the, you know, the deep target, that nonsense or whatever didn't sell very well. I think people do want a regular Green Arrow book and then possibly have Connor in it, but. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it plays out. But this does seem to be the idea, get rid of the Just League so we can get those younger legacy characters in there, the ones that everybody lost their mind and didn't like in the first place. So it's it's a sketchy plan. It may not work well, out. You do have the heroes that are at the Hall of Justice when Black Adam comes crashing back through saying the Justice League are dead. And the group that you have right here, you know, our other ragtag group of Justice Leaguers that were left behind. John Kent Superman, Wally West Flash, Naomi, Detective Chimp, and everybody's favorite, including mine, Firestorm. Firestorm, there. And he's like, oh, look at me. I'm, I'm good now. They're like, this nah. is This is what we have left, and we're all doomed. They have announced the new Justice League team. Like I said, yeah. it's very similar to the Future State team. The only one we're missing is Andy. Actually, is Jess Quick in that new one? I don't th- I don't think so. I don't know, but the idea, Andy's just too young at this yeah. point to be we got Jesse of Jackson. Yeah. But again... Are you setting up trouble there because some of those books with the people in those aren't selling and now you're going to shove them in the just league? You may end up getting people more pissed off as you go on, but hopefully people will stick around and try it out. Uh, but yeah, with that, yeah, it's the future and people really didn't like that very much. And then going back to it heavy since then really threw some pit. That's why we have a dark crisis. We're trying to get rid of the nonsense. That we ended up just having for the past year And they're using the nonsense To get rid of the nonsense that we got this. So I'm afraid that some people will just write it off And I hope that's not the case Because it could be good I mean these characters I love all the characters It's just some of these books that are supposed to pump you up for them Like again the Aquaman, the Becoming The Aquaman 
Nobody bought it all, and even Aquaman got canceled. So what are you talking about? I heard it was always supposed Wonder to be a success. No, and Wonder Girl, that that's done. That got canceled. That's gone, so yeah. all these like what's going on here? Let's go. Character could still be cool though, but that, that series wasn't. Yeah, and so you have that and even the John book isn't selling great. So you end up these are the it's main not characters. Doing anything. That's the problem. Jace Fox, people are against it's just it's I almost like, like I do too, but it's not selling now. It was at one point, but then it stopped selling. And well, maybe people... his ass in New York will pick it up from stuff. No, it seems that so. you got it less. I, I don't understand. But again, though, you're going to fight against the stuff that people have been yelling about for the past year, how they just want their classic characters. I mean, look at the books that end up being the popular books. Nightwing is actually a surprise hit. You know why? Because it's fan service and gives you that classic feel with all the characters in there. And then you have that world's finest where everybody loved. I thought more people would get on the Ashy Comics tip than they did. No, they did not. And and that's even with Superman. But people just don't seem to understand what that was. And really, if you're listening to us for the first time, you should give it. If you have stayed away from, say, I am Batman with Jace Fox, give it a shot. It's actually really well, good since he went that, to New yeah. York. The War World Superman book is really, really good. And it's funny because a bunch of people were saying that it's like, oh, this is one of the best Superman books in so many years. It is. And you, you sit there and you're like, oh, that can't. And then you remember, like, the Superman book has been a wreck, uh, you know, for decades now. So, yeah. And it's really good. It's a really cool story. A lot of it is already hitting the app, the app going worldwide now and stuff. So, yeah, check that out. Even if you go back and, you know, some of these, you like Aquaman the Becoming, maybe, you know, everybody should give it a shot. Just give the books a shot and, and check it out. And then maybe, again, because I'm hoping that this Dark Crisis hits. Me and you, we love DC Comics. We love talking about them. We like to have people excited about them when we talk about them because we want to have the fun and whatever. You can come on and yell and scream every week and, and get upset about them when they stink. We'd really want them to be good so that we could be excited about it. And I don't mind this issue. I think that even at the end, when you have all these characters, I said, you have John come up. Hey, anybody see my pops? I heard he was in War World. And I, I wonder if he disappeared like the Batmans. And then you have, you know, Naomi. We were in the break room. So, again, it sets up that deal where at least we have Wally there if you're, you know, dissing anything. But I love me some Wally. And the thing is, I'm telling you, I'm joking about Firestorm. I love Firestorm. I just know that he's not like a character that alive. Yeah, and I also behind. know that he might not be that involved. But still. I, I don't think he would be. He just happened to be there. He heard the Justice was dead. He's like, well, got to go back to Pittsburgh. He has been hanging out in the just- even during the Bendis deal because he'd always, always have those Dylan. people walking around and doing nothing. He's just there. He's just walking around. I am actually surprised. I mean, you end up, you want to have a book, you want to have a team. And they said, no Justice League book, but you'll get this new Justice League with the younger characters. I'm really surprised that we just don't go cartoon-esque deal where you get all hands on deck. Don't just center on a team of, you know, six or seven. Get every, Firestorm, I mean, cry not loud. Just get that whole hall of justice where they're all ready to go and even have some surprises and things like that to get everybody fired up. Because when we go into dark crisis, I'm actually shocked. I thought we were going to get more tie-in books, but we're really the flash book is the only kind of official tie-in to the event along with some one shots of seeing a world without Batman, you know, dark crisis, Batman, number one, dark crisis, but there's only one of those each of each of the members seemingly showing you in their dream world or whatnot. And so I really am shocked. And then we have that. Uh, also, I'm, we have that Teen Titans book as well. So you have that where you end up having Detective Cassie going off and trying to figure oh, out. Young Justice. Yeah, the Young Justice deal. But yeah. I really thought we were going to get more team books and more things of batting down the hatches. Let's get at it. Let's get these weird teams going on. Because even with that, the setup into the Dark Crisis, if you're not aware, was that this whole multiverse deal and resetting coming out of Death Metal. Everybody's pissed off, and I'm saying everybody well, in the multiverse. Too, they, they talk about it in this too. When Wonder Woman came back to life, well, actually, not even when she came back to life, but when she sacrificed herself at the end of Death Metal to, like, you know, make sure that the multiverse is recreated, and the cosmic judges or whoever bullshit you have that make up the multiverse says, "Okay, this is a great sacrifice. We love the shit you're doing right now, but you got to know, us doing this is going to cause some fucking bullshit to come out here." And she's like, "Oh my god, you think the Great Darkness is the bullshit I caused?" I'm like, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, Wonder because Woman. she was flying around uh, checking out. We checked into it. We didn't find shit. I'm like, did you? Did you really? I never saw that. There, there was in the first issue where that that infinite. 
when she came out, she did fly around a little and she was going to go, but never happened with anything. She didn't find shit out. She floated around and was like, are you ready to freaking ascend? No. No, she was with, yeah, and then she was with like Phantom Stranger or whatever at that point and going around with Spectre and then they all got killed. Like you looked around for 20 minutes. Oh my. I mean, yeah, it was a hot afternoon. Oh my goodness. I looked everywhere. Oh, it's all the great darkness is always the last place you look. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, at the end, again, I was kind of talking about stuff that I don't want to center on the idea of what people might not like or what they have been online. I really want people to give this a shot and give everything, you know, give it your opinion. Don't go by even me or Eric's. We're, we're sometimes wrong. It doesn't happen off, but we're wrong as well. But everybody likes what they want. But just this, I wanted this to feel bigger. I wanted this to feel like, oh, my God, we're there. We are going to kick ass now. And this is the big thing. And it just kind of felt like, a, hey, everybody, we're going to call it Death of the Just League just to get there. It's such a weird idea, though, because it's a double-edged sword of me. Because the things that I don't like about this book are the excessive recaps for people who didn't read The Infinite Frontier yeah, and which Just we League did. Incarnate. But since you did, well, for people who didn't read that, though... They will see a lot of this like Pariah sending people away as an actual fucking death instead of what you would know from reading those other things will happen to Barry Allen and stuff like that. So right there, it feels big for people who may not have read that and just got the successive recap here. So that hurts me because I did see that. But then when I sit here and I look at this one panel where freaking Green Arrow is actually murdered and Dinah Lance is left behind in an old multiverse while everybody else is gone, I'm like, well, that's some shit I want to see because that's the big part that I want to go forward with. And also the idea, the more the great darkness is unleashed, so like, you know, going through the blade, the entire multiverse, the more power that the body that the great darkness has with all these villains as its body, it will increase. So I'm like, I see a lot of stuff here that I want to see, especially because I need these B and C list heroes try to compete against something like this. I'm like, I need to know how because all our A-listers just got annihilated and Green Arrow took a donkey punch in Doomsday. Shit's gotten real. I need to know how this happened. So this is excessive recap of stuff I didn't need to see. It might be bigger for a lot of other people, but also because I know the Just League isn't dead from the, what we saw previously, that's not affecting me. It's everything else about the death of the Just League is actually what I look forward to the most and think is the best parts about this book. Yeah, and, and with that, they can play an idea that where they're zipped off could be some sort of afterlife type. They, they can play weird shit when they do it. We saw Barry in the Just League well, Incarnate. They found there, but he was pissed that they disturbed that. Well, they were wrong. And he ended up like, don't you stop this. Don't you do it. So we'll see what's going on. And with Superman, that's the one that we know about. Where he is in this, you know, dreamscape type deal where he is raising John. John never went off with his dad and ends up, you know, getting in a volcano. So you end up having like almost the heaven type deal. Our only hope, Jim, is Black Adam. Who would have dunk it? Yeah, we'll see. Or, you know, the other heroes gathering up. Nope, nope. Just Black Adam. <laughs> he's a one man wrecking crew. Again, he's the one who we don't him know Teddy. of him and Teddy, whatever, should know a lot about <laughs> their future state. How they like all that nonsense. All tied in with that. And we'll yeah, see. Seriously, Teddy, let us in on a little information here. Where's Booster at? We'll end up seeing, yeah, really, we'll end up seeing, you know, how they're going to play it. And there are some weird things like Hera. It was a little odd. And we'll see how they're going with that and whatnot. But you do have them zipped away, dead, whatever. And so, yeah, I just wish that. But this was, think about Green Arrow. And I Black wanted Canary. this. Yeah. I, like I said, I you all said it before. The idea wherever you're going death doesn't mean shit in comics anyway so but they didn't go nowhere yeah but still it's still the idea that if they end up there'll be ways to bring back i mean roy just came back he was dead as a doornail he comes back just because and so we'll see what's going on a lot of people were mad that they ended up killing uh oliver before he even got to talk to roy coming back so that is kind of a deal and i saw this issue leaked and people were upset about green arrow because we haven't gotten a lot of green arrow in the regular deal, he's been hanging around as Mr. Moneybags in the Justice about? He's League. He's sitting in the Justice League, he's in Checkmate, he's everywhere you want to be. Things that nobody cares about. But Any place Bendis is, you'll find Green Arrow. But I don't want to find him there. And it's not even, it's a weird Green Arrow. But yeah, this could be big. I wanted to feel like I did when I read Rebirth, the Rebirth special number one. Like, I'm like, oh my god. Well, it's definitely not to that caliber. And yeah, it wasn't like that, so... We'll see. We end up the next bit is going to be in a couple weeks. You'll get the uh, Dark Crisis Zero free comic day issue where you have a a double deal in that. You have kind of a mini little thing with the Dark Crisis. Then you'll have the 
Joshua Williamson guide of the all the crises, and it gets people up to speed with everything that has happened before. I hope it's okay because we kind of already had that previously. Yeah, I mean, this is just for people. It's free comic book day, so it's for people who don't know that and they want to get on board and maybe get excited about it because these are all tied in now. Uh, but yeah, that'll be then. Then we just start off with a seven issue series with a couple tie ins and see if people are involved, see if they get excited. I, I hope they will. But what would you give this? I like a lot of this book and what we have going forward to the Dark Crisis. Yeah, murder, uh, murder, uh, freaking, uh, murder. death doesn't mean what everybody expects it to mean, depending on who you are. I don't know what you expect to this, but I knew what I was getting going in this, but what I didn't expect was the actual Green Arrow freaking taking a punch from Doomsday and the Black Canary connection was going on here. I want to know where that goes, especially that we have Black Adam being our one true survivor coming back to warn everybody else. There's a lot of stuff here that I look forward to and finding out why, how Pariah got his groove back and why he's not so weepy anymore and how that has to do with the black, Great Darkness. So I give us a 7.8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm just going to go 8. I'm going to go flat 8 because I think the art's great. I think it's, no, it's really, great, yeah. really good. And it's the big thing, and it felt big, and yeah, you had to have somebody die. So you end up, and it's so funny, that it's so telegraphed. I actually didn't expect he's it, He's the though. Dante, though. He shouldn't be there, and then he's the one who dies because he, and he's talking trash and whatnot. Again, because I read those other books and thinking about how things were going to play out with the death of the Jets League, going into this book, I'm like, everybody's going to be wished away, like the Barry Allen's, and what, he got hit, I'm like, oh no, Oliver. Somebody had to die here for them to really go with hey uh, we told you there was gonna be a lot of crazy stuff and it was him but we'll see we'll see what that means i, I i'm telling you i'm i wouldn't be surprised if we barely see anything about it but i hope that we do i hope that we see that as a big major part with black canary uh going forward and see what but what is she gonna do kick ass and take names take out pariah canary cry pariah who's powered up by the Great Dark, I don't think that's happening. She can wreck his antimatter chamber. And, well, again, it's in pieces. He's trying to put it back together. So I think that plan might be a scrap for a bit as well. He must. They're both just stuck here as the war they starts They're raging just sitting on without there yelling at each other. Why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? It's a battle of wills. At least bodies just there. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm interested. And then out of nowhere, a black lantern ring comes and says, rise. <laughs> oh, no. This shit got crazy. It's bananas. Maybe he'll become part of the darkness and they'll have to fight against there. Just like Spectre. I'm the black archer. The, the black arrow. There he is. He'll be there uh, shooting his arrows and talking shit. And he's like, I ain't giving you no money no more. That's all he does. He's, he's the money man. Yeah, but I'm going to go in eight. I, like I said, I, I'm excited about what's coming up. This was a little bit not as exciting as I hope, but I think that it will. A lot of people seem to be interested. Get on board. Just kind of stick it out and then go to the dark crisis and keep our fingers crossed that everything can kind of tie up in a nice bow, get us a solid continuity out of that, whether it's a reboot or not, but give us an idea of how we're going forward and maybe even mix it up and get some new number ones and new creative teams on some books. Cause some of the stuff, even after that one year since uh future, it's everything seems a little stale right now. So I hope that that ends up and we get some actual extra books too, new books, that Firestorm book you've been wanting, but that, you know, JSA book, stuff that people really, really want. So hopefully, and like you said, Connor being Green Arrow, big change and people love Connor, so that could be cool too. So hopefully that's the case, but that's it for our Thank God It's Friday podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. We have a big podcast coming up this weekend with a ton, ton, ton of books, maybe a plethora but we end up, we have Action Comics 1042, Aquaman number three, Dark Knights of Steel number six, Deathstroke Inc. number eight, Detective Comics number 1059, Harley Quinn number 14, Robin number 13, we have Swamp Thing number 12, The Joker 14, and Trial of the Amazons finale at the Trial of the Amazons number two. So a ton of books we just ended up today as we're recording this. We also have our Patreon spotlight where we talk about Rogues 2 and Teen Titans Academy number 14. So if you want to listen to those and a lot of other shows, go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience. Check that on out. And that's that. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Eric, what do we say at the end of the TGIF podcast? In a world full of chimps, make sure you go a Curry Comics. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. One, two, one, two, three, four. 
Right. 